Welcome to the See Me Now Special Edition Podcast. We have a very special guest today, Montrose Police Department Sergeant Courtney Jones, who is also the director of the new Western Colorado Law Enforcement Academy. I'm your host, Kelsey Coleman, here with my co-host, Caitlin Birdsall, and I am thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Now, you have been a part of the Montrose Police Department for 10 years. I believe you just celebrated your anniversary. What about law enforcement kind of, what, what about it drew you into the field? For one thing, I liked that every single day is different in law enforcement. Even if you go into the day with a certain expectation of what you want to do for that day, whether that's traffic enforcement or follow up on a previous case, you never know what's actually going to happen that day. So it never gets boring. And I also like the idea of being able to help people solve their problems and work towards resolutions and help people who might be in crisis. And so you are now a sergeant in the Montrose Police Department. And for those of us maybe that are less familiar with the ranks of police departments, what does a sergeant do? And maybe talk to us about what a day-to-day looks like, even if it is different every day. Sure. So a sergeant in a police department the size of Montrose PD oversees other officers. Now that may be three to six other officers who are at the patrol level. They're out making traffic stops, responding to calls for service. The sergeant responds too. Sometimes they're handling their own calls. Sometimes they go out to assist the officer if they need backup or to answer questions. So the sergeant has a little bit more experience. They've been an officer on the street on patrol for several years themselves, and then they get promoted to that level of supervision where they can answer questions about case law and is this a good arrest and um, what can we do to solve this person's problems, things of that nature. And you are also a, a, a grad here, right? A CMU alum. Yes. And I wonder, what has your path been? Because you, I believe, were a broadcast major. Yes, I was. And now here you are serving your community in a completely different field. Um, What was your path from college to to Montrose? And are you originally from the area? So I'm a Colorado native. Um, I lived in the Denver area until my family moved here uh, when I was in high school. And I graduated from Fruita Monument. And at that point in time, it was Mesa State College with my degree in communications. I worked at KJCT here in town. And during that time, I covered our crime beat. And I got to know different aspects of the justice system and many of the players here in the Grand Junction area. And I just fell more and more in love with that side of things, being part of a solution to help the community, keep the community safe. I found it fascinating and inspiring. So I made the transition over the course of a couple years, um, trying to get into the academy at that time. And then I, I made the change. So I've been here at CMU for almost six years now, and part of what keeps me here, not only do I love my job, but I love the culture of CMU. So our culture really is one of collaboration, of putting students first. I feel like the work we're doing has a lot of meaning, and we're impacting not only students' lives, but the lives of potentially their children, their parents, their grandparents. And so I absolutely love the culture of CMU. So I'd be curious to know, what is the culture like at Montrose Police Department, and maybe why would somebody want to be a part of it. The culture at Montrose PD is really exciting right now. We're going through a period of growth just like Montrose is itself. So we have a variety of officers from different places with different backgrounds very young to a little bit more seasoned who have come to us from other agencies. And they all bring with them a fun level of energy and excitement about the job. 
And as we're growing, we're getting a brand new building that will be complete later this year. And as we've been able to grow, we've been able to start implementing new programs. The academy is a big part of that. So there's going to be more opportunities for officers to get involved in specialized duties in the future. And I think there's just a lot of momentum for growth. Another really cool thing about Montrose and Montrose PD is that we have a really good relationship with our community. And we can still do the Special Olympics charity basketball games and things like that, which we had last weekend. And we just have a good good relationship with the citizens in our community. So how large is the Montrose Police Department? I'm, I'm not as familiar with it. Sure. We have uh, right now, I believe, about 43 or 45 sworn officers, and those are the ones that carry a gun and a badge. And then we have about 10 civilian employees who help with records and the administrative tasks, secretarial duties, and things like that. I think a lot of times people see law enforcement in the news or the media, and we don't necessarily see the day in and day out of these officers and, and what they what they deal with, how they really do impact their community in such a positive way. When you think about the last 10 years serving your community, how do you put that to words? I mean, you know, you get up in the morning and it's a really hard job, but you 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 put on your uniform and you get out there and you do it and you do it for the people. Mm-hmm. I think even though everything is different and every contact with people is going to be different, there is a common thread through that of wanting to get to help the people in your community. And sometimes it's as simple as helping to work through a dispute between neighbors who are having issues over dogs or weeds and trying to get those people to peacefully resolve their differences or maybe being able to help a, an elderly person who doesn't have the uh, cognitive abilities anymore to take care of themselves and trying to get them in touch with the right resources. And same with children who maybe also don't have the right uh, needs being fulfilled in their home and trying to get help for them. And even though every, every situation is going to be different, when you feel like you've gotten someone in touch with the right assistance or if somebody has done something that means that they need to go to jail because they've done something really bad, being able to make that happen and then keep that victim safe or let them know what their options are as they move forward and, and bringing that person a little bit of resolution is, is really satisfying. And I think when we look at this new academy, it really is catered to people who want to make a difference, you know, who mm-hmm. have a calling, a purpose in life. And um, the Western Colorado Law Enforcement Academy, it is it is new and it is a summer academy, which is really unique, I think, for our region and our area. Can you dive into that a little bit? Sure. That uh, is one reason why we wanted to have the academy in the summer. There's the academies that are uh, in Grand Junction through Western Colorado Community College, which are in the spring and fall, the normal semester times. And there's also an academy in Delta during the traditional uh, semester times. But there's not another academy in the summer in this area. There's a couple others in the state, but not many even at that rate. So we wanted to offer something different for our region so that agencies that are looking to hire someone and get them through training can have somebody trained and through the academy up to four months sooner than waiting for a fall academy. And for individuals who are wanting to begin their step down the career path, they can start that a few months sooner than having to wait for fall. 
And so right now I know in our country that we're kind of going through what they're calling the great resignation and there's a lot of job openings. Are you guys feeling that pressure at the Montrose Police Department too to fill positions so when these individuals go through our enforcement academy then they can apply and hopefully get hired at the police department? Yes, all law enforcement agencies right now, or I shouldn't say all, many law enforcement agencies right now are struggling with hiring and resignation or retirement. And the Montrose PD does currently have several openings, as does the Montrose County Sheriff's Office, which is going to be a significant partner in this academy. So people who are successful through the academy and graduate and are able to apply for jobs could certainly apply for a job with either of our agencies or any of the other agencies within Colorado. And I think those agencies are going to be contacting our academy, distributing recruiting information and things like that. So the cadets will have information about where they can find jobs after graduation. We head on, you know, the how becoming a part of your community through law enforcement is meaningful. But I think what we haven't hit on is actually how it really is just a good career. You know, you mm-hmm. do get good pay and benefits and um you know, I'm sure the hours are long and, and hard and you work your way up. But can you talk about how, yeah, as a career, it's kind of the a really good path to take? It certainly is. I think at least at the Montrose Police Department, I can't speak for programs at, at other agencies, but we have a good benefits package and we have opportunities for advancement. We send officers to training, both the trainings that are required by the state for police officers, but also trainings that are focused in areas that that individual officer might be interested, whether that's drug interdiction or traffic enforcement, detective type schools. So as an agency, we offer that pathway for officers, depending on what they're interested in. And and you're right, that comes along with, you know, the, the unusual schedule, which some people like. I never really liked working nine to five. I like working <laughs> on the weekends or in evenings. And that's an option that some people really enjoy. And it's a hardship for some, but that's something that they will need to ask themselves, you know, as they begin down this path, if something that if that's something they're comfortable with. But at this point in time, I think it's a great career with a lot of opportunities for growth in the future. So I can only imagine in the last decade that you've been at the Montrose Police Department that you have a lot of stories, probably a lot of memories. And I was hoping maybe you could share one of your maybe fondest memories or best memories of serving your Montrose community. Well, I need to be careful that I don't divulge any names or or specifics of, of any certain case or, or person, but I think one thing that has made me proud, a couple years ago I was working on a uh, project called the Crime-Free Housing Program, and the goal of that was to try and reduce crime on multi-family type apartment type living. And during that time, I found myself working with several elderly folks who lived in income-based housing. And there were a couple times that I met some elderly folks who were starting to rapidly decline cognitively, and they were doing things that were causing them to get into trouble. And because the police department was involved on a proactive approach on trying to improve the safety in those neighborhoods, we were kind of able to direct those folks towards adult protective services and some community-based services to get them heading in the right direction, reach out to family members who were able to maybe not, they didn't live in town, but they could work on getting some help for those folks. And if we hadn't been involved, if the police department had not already been involved in the relationships with the residents and the property managers, that may have been a lot harder to do. So I feel like we, 
in those instances have an opportunity to make a difference in, in an elderly person's life. And that was important to me. And, and I'm proud of that time. Yeah, I would, I would only assume, too, just that the relationship piece is really important. Because mm-hmm. like you said, you were being proactive as the police department and building those relationships earlier on then allows you to help solve problems down the road. So I, I could assume that relationships are pretty important in your line of work. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and we get to meet a lot of really interesting people from different aspects of the community, uh, whether that's the business side or the citizens themselves and different social groups. And it's kind of fun as, as I've been there for the last 10 years, getting to see how how some of those um, entities have evolved. It's pretty cool. Is there anything within the law enforcement field that really surprised you when you got into it that you weren't really expecting? I think one thing that I do like is how, for the most part, the agencies work together. You know, I, I knew that cops kind of tend to generally have decent respect for each other, but just seeing how the agencies on the Western Slope especially at the street level, the officers and sergeants and deputies and and troopers really do work together to have each other's backs. And it's it's, um, on calls. If someone calls for help, backup is rushing to get there and try and help you. And if we have problems with uh, something in the community, uh, trying to, to brainstorm ways to solve a problem, it, it, it really is a team effort, at least in the Montrose area, with whether that's the, the sheriff's office or some of the community-based organizations just working together to try and improve things. And I never thought of, about that before I started this career. Before we let you go today, there are some important details that maybe our listeners would like to know about the Academy. Sure. When do they have to apply is one. Okay, the application deadline is March 14th, so it's coming up soon. And what can they expect? Like, how long is the program? What can they expect if they do enroll? So the program itself is uh, 16 weeks of instruction. It'll start May 9th as the first day of class. And there will be a couple days beforehand where we'll hand out gear and things like that. That'll be at the end of the week before. And it's intensive instruction, long days uh, from May 9th until the uh, post-test. The big test that kind of wraps it all up will be on uh, August 31st. So it's it's a busy summer. Um, it's crammed full of all sorts of lecture instruction, but also intensive firearms driving and defensive tactics training, which a lot of people are really excited about uh, when they go to the academy because that's the, the fun stuff, the action. But there's a lot of lectures too, and we we try to make that as fun as we can. Um, and then aside from that, there you know there's things that we get to do at night uh, with driving and shooting and. The students will learn about how to investigate a DUI. That's actually a week-long class in and of itself. So there's a lot of different elements that's crammed into 16 weeks. And there's uh, college credit hours that come along with that, 31 credit hours that can be used towards a degree here at CMU. Great. And there is one scholarship that's being given away as well. So for those who apply, um, we can give you more information about that. But if they do want to apply, do they contact you? Do they go to a web page? How do they do that? Sure. So for the application process, it's twofold. If um, you are not already a student of Western Colorado Community College, you would need to apply through them. Um, but the simplest thing is to probably go to the website, um, coloradomesa.edu slash Montrose slash WCLEA and gather the information there and click on the link to the application. And then there's uh, the application for the academy itself uh, will be delivered to the police department in Montrose, either in person or uh, by mail. 
Well, Sergeant Jones, thank you for everything you do for your community, the region, and then now really educating the next generation of uh, officers. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It was was great chatting with you, ladies. Thank you for listening to the See Me Now podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.